Welcome back to the Unanimous Decision Podcast. I'm your host, Palm. Follow me on Twitter at dpalm66. Follow the show on Twitter at udpod. Follow the entire MTR network at, you guessed it, the MTR network. You found us. Don't you dare lose us. Subscribe on iTunes. Subscribe on Spotify. Subscribe everywhere. Get your podcasts for free 99. I'm on Blue Sky. I'm trying to find, there's no, I'm not changing the spiel. Blue Sky also dpalm66. Spill, I don't understand yet. I'm there too, dpalm66. Now, you're back. You're almost done with it, guys. I'm so proud of you. You stuck around for the gimmick that no one asked for, no one cares about but me. That's right, the return of Podcast Week 2023. Here we are on day four. Yesterday, you heard us talk about NBA. The day before, we talked uh, college football, and you started off the week off with me and Susan kind of just catching up on the world. Today, we're going to talk NFL. And I got to be honest, guys, injuries are already pouring from training camp. We saw, like, literally as I sat down to do this, so you can know when we recorded, Joe Burrow pulled up lame in a non-contact situation. Things are happening. But since my Falcons' divorce, when they chased the rapist with no backup plan, don't parse out which one's more offensive, I've been able to be like the Rob Lowe of this. I've got the shield hat on. I'm excited to talk about the entire NFL. And now I've got someone who cannot troll me because I'm not a Falcons fan anymore. Producer of CBS's Eyes on College Basketball podcast. What's up, Nana? Dude, I can't troll you on the – that's right. I don't <laughs> have that. Why would you take that away from me? That's just a rapist. An unrepentant rapist. If no, you he's not even part of the topic list. I refuse. That mother. <laughs> he's unrepentant. He stood up there in front of a, a bevy of media and was like, this the narrative. Sir, two of them may be a narrative. 25? No, that's a pattern, oh, son. Sir, you can't keep your hands to yourself. Like, like, I mean, he sat up there before Lake Ohio and God and decided, I'm going to go do this to myself because we had we clearly hadn't forgotten. No, we hadn't forgotten at all. He just decided to, again, just throw some more salt on the wound that you got away with it. And he, and he could have just said, I don't want to talk about the past. He could have said yeah. anything better than that narrative he sat there i can't i still can't believe he sat there and did that and and just he could have left it alone and he chose not to like he it, it's almost like you know those like 80s action movies like specifically like rambo 2 or something like that and you have the deep voice of he couldn't just leave it alone it's something like that there's something in the head in the back of his head where he just could not leave it alone. and he He's the John forward. Wick of shitty decisions. Yeah. 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 20. Yeah. At, at 25. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's a John Wick body count. He's 20. Like, yo, like, mm, okay. We're going. Mm. I, so, I, I knew I was going to do this to you at some point with some time. I can't believe it was off the jump. Amazing. <laughs> um, I got a question for you, because as I've been famously talking about way too much, probably, I'm having a son. I'm very excited. Yes. So, like, part of my goal in life is to have my son never play football. (laughs) His genetics may not allow that to occur. I'm aware aware of the world. However, I'm aware the son's going to have his own desires. I'll tell you Mm -hmm. one thing. 
I can't control a lot. He may get into football. He may not. I hope he doesn't, but he might. <laughs> His mama won't let him. That's the first one. Well, <laughs> he got to get past her first. He's got to get past you both. Oh, for me, like, I'll, I'll be mad and loud, but, like, also, I'm also intending to hide all my, like, daddy played football stuff until he's, like, 10. Like, legitimately, I'm putting the jersey yeah. in storage. I'm putting the helmet away. I'm going to try to not wear Columbia football stuff around the house. Like, I don't want him to think that – I because that, that age of I want to do what dad did, I don't want to impress on him dad was a football player. Yeah, that's true. Fair. But I'll tell you this. Mm-hmm. He cannot be – he will not be. No matter what happens, a fucking Saints fan. Uh, ooh, ooh, yeah, yeah, no, no. Because yeah. I, if he doesn't want to be a Falcons fan, that's fine. Pick a team. Enjoy the sport for what it is. You will not bring the Florida Lee in this house. No, sir. <laughs> oh, I think that's e- – like, I think it's easier. Those two things should be relatively easy things to do. I you say, say that, that? As, I knock that, as I'm knocking on wood. But because the proliferation of New Orleans people in this city since that thing that happened. Yes. They didn't leave. No, of course. And like they're having like he could be in school like they're more than you think. Are you going to are you about to tell me that Saints fans are Bay Bay's kids? They're everywhere. They don't die. They multiply. And like twice is twice a fall. I'm reminded of it because that. Them, them, just start. I'm like, what? I've never seen you wear black and gold before. What is this? So I think that's gonna be the number one goal as a father is just to be involved, make sure he's not making friends with any parents who have that accent. Well, that's fair. That's fair. I think that's gonna be the harder one. Him not playing football at all. That's the easy one because my no, my parents didn't let me play. There is, again, I am the first of six kids, first of four boys. Ask me how many took a snap in anything. None. None of us. 0 for 4. There was, none of us took a single snap doing Pee Wee, uh, Pop Warner, Junior did, did your High. Father, did your father play professional football? No, he was a ba- he was did. a basketball player. Yeah, my da- my true. dad played for the Bears. That's true. That's so fair. like one. There's there's like a familial lineage, but two like there's also genetics. There is that, yeah. but also at the same point, there is parenting, and this oh, is there's when... tons of par- look. The parenting is going to be strong, but I also know what it's like to be a large person walking through the halls of an Atlanta high school, and a coach sees you. Well, here's the thing. I would just say. You you gonna have him on the wrestling mat? We already know that. Oh, like, <laughs> every we no matter know. what sex the kid was, we're getting. I was getting one season out of him. I'm gonna find out <laughs> who you really are inside. No, so you so again, they're gonna be on the wrestling mat. So you got that. Worst case scenario, put give him a lacrosse stick. There's got to be enough lacrosse. That's for the lacrosse and yo baseball. My my buddy's <laughs> nephew is like 12 years old and smoking people. I'm like yo, my kid can play baseball. My kid can play golf. Yeah, that's the other thing. Like, golf whole is a wide world up. And, yeah, and like another have... reason why, like, and it's obviously the thing happened with Ronnie this week, and that's horrifying. Yeah. And and I'm glad he's okay. Like, Demar Hamlin is at Bill's training camp right now, and they've already started seeing the questions of what if Demar Hamlin gets cut. I want to break something to everyone who can hear the sound of my voice. 
There is no way on God's green earth DeMar Hamlin ever plays an NFL snap again. Because DeMar Hamlin's story is a great story right now. It's just, you can't risk the litigation if you put that man back on the field. People don't seem to understand that, though. I'm like, guys, (laughs) he's not going to make the team. And what I like to point out, people are like, well, he's really good. Well, he was a starter. Because Micah Hyde got hurt so bad in week two, he took a hit to the neck and could not play anymore that season. That's why DeMar Hamlin's out there. He'll get his contract, he'll money, he'll be an ambassador for the Bills. He's done in this NFL thing. At best, he's a mascot for heart health. At best, now, he's a mascot for heart health. And it's safer. And it probably oh, provides more. This is not me saying he should be playing football. No, no, no. This is me saying this is the only way this ends, and it's good for him, for his sake. Oh no, no, no. Again, that's where we agree. Like he's going to be in a better place. He's going to have a guaranteed salary and benefits, and maybe even a 401k. Being a mascot, stuff he was not going to go get doing doing football right now. The only thing that happens with him is with football is maybe he takes a few hits. He maybe even gets on the – he may be just a permanent PUP member for right now. Mm-hmm. That's okay. He was never getting back on the field because it's not worth the liability. There is no way you can put that man on a field. Something happened to him. Somebody sues on his behalf, and then you have a guy that you're going to break off literally tens of millions of dollars and if we've learned anything in the last little bit with the nfl what does the one thing they don't want to do break off money especially to running backs but safeties too we'll get there too because next i want to talk about like that's a that's a that's a that's a good ish story right now because it's going to end well with it not playing anymore here's a great story because ding dong dan snyder is gone the cell has <laughs> gone through. That's great copy. You can giggle all you want. That was fantastic. Um, I got a question for you that's not going to be like the typical Dan Snyder question. Mm-hmm. So right before the sale went through, there was a story that came out trying to uncover who the leaker was. If you're was going to where I think you're going. Gasp? No, was that just Dan Snyder's last, like, I'm going to try to get him on the way out. And then the NFL – conglomerate held strong enough that no one broke listen when you come up with a black male powerpoint because i know this is exactly what we wanted to talk about when you tell me that you have a black male powerpoint in the words of before you go on listeners you should know this this was at the owners meeting where normally you just kind of get your checks i assume and you figure out how to screw the players more he went up there with is I really hope it was like a 1989 substitute teacher projector. Oh, and he yeah. walked up there with what has been what was titled, not by people in the room, by Daniel Snyder as a blackmail PowerPoint. There's a part of me that's like, that's kind of gangster. There's a much no, larger part of me that says it's super weird. Because honestly, if I'm in a group and someone walks up and says, Here's the dirt I have on all you motherfuckers. I, he has my attention. I'm sitting up. 
you can tell when this happened in the calendar because the next person to speak out against Dan Snyder was Jim Irsay. It was on some <laughs> B Rabbit from Eight Mile. What you gonna say about me now? Tell some tell people something they don't know about me. Huh? And my mind you, the blackmail PowerPoint is the sec is literally the most ridiculous thing in a in an article that has a former drug dealer that happens to be a very higher up with Rock Nation. And we don't know how she's managed to dodge all these charges. Oh no, like, we think know. About- she turned informant. <laughs> yeah, That's how she true. got out. True. So like true. former derp girl turned snitch, turned lawyer on the board of the commanders, mind you. Is the like, liaison between Rock Nation and the NFL. Then you've got my least favorite human being possibly in the NFL. <laughs> outgoing NFLPA president. Oh, yeah, DeMar Smith. Dog. He was up for re-election right then. The morning hey. that the leak happened. <laughs> the question for any good mystery, the purloined letter, the first mystery story, who bono, who benefits? Benefit, the answer yeah. was everyone benefited. Roger, did Dan Snyder leak it to help Roger Goodell get rid of his longtime simmering hatred with John Gruden? <laughs> the John Gruden Roger Goodell details are fascinating. And this is just one of them, it's my favorite one. It's the fact that Roger Goodell had one meeting the entire time that John Gruden was the voice of the NFL. He had oh, one yeah. meeting with Rod. And he and Roger big dogged him. He said, "Thanks for coming down. You're gonna talk to these lieutenants for me. I've got somewhere to be." Like, yes, John yeah, Gruden. Yeah. The things he said about the commissioner, you cannot say about the commissioner. Mm-mm. But no. <laughs> I get why he didn't like that man. Like, I don't know how it started. I don't know how he got here. But like, the beef was real, and it's so real that John Gruden keeps winning discovery lawsuits against the NFL today. And is gonna get broke again. We talked about it's, we talked NFL giving up money. NFL's gonna have to cut a large, like large. We're reacting check. largely to like the fallout of the story because this happened a couple weeks ago. I invite anyone who's confused right now just to Google it. It's the funniest <laughs> sports story you'll ever imagine. Everything you can it's, think can happen happened. It's, it's like it's, I just for me and now for, and now Nada <laughs> and now the owner of the team includes Magic fucking Johnson because he's incapable of losing in this country. Dude, like think about this. Magic Johnson was the downfall of Donald Sterling, and now he pops up literally after Daniel Snyder essentially does the unserious thing and does blackmail PowerPoint. Favorite and, thing and in the world still. I, I'm just trying to think, is Daniel Snyder the Kendall Roy of, of the NFL? Yes. Like, first, first of all, yes. Second of all, you're skipping a lot of steps of Magic Johnson because he was the president of the Lakers. He got LeBron there. He left by saying, I'm not going to be in there no more, which is still like, oh, meme gold. The, they yes, released... Yes. Winning time, everyone depicted gets mad except for Magic Johnson, who has to be like, I look cool as shit. Like, I don't. <laughs> and now he's. And also, but also with winning time, he's just happy it's not worse because there, again, there's winning there's a time. Magic. Hold on. There is a second season. <laughs> there is. That's true. 
they're like we are it, done. it's gonna get worse it's, it's gonna go, get worse it's going to get worse mm. for him specifically <laughs> yeah. oh god we're bad people i love it um this isn't like it's not a story but it's a story there's a rash of suspensions around gambling. Calvin Ridley lost the season. Now he looks fantastic coming out of breaks uh, with his new team. I gotta ask, man. This is a this is a a, a league that mm-hmm. pre 2020 was mm-hmm. dipping their toe into the gambling. They fully embraced fantasy. You started to see some rumblings. The second that live attendance revenue started to even slow down. The floodgates open. Yep. Yep. And you can say, hey, they give you all the fine print after the ads, right? But now we're having the first generation of players who were raised by those ads hit the league. And you haven't just normalized like sports is okay and normal. You've made it cool, fun, and the thing to do. If you don't gamble on sports, you're watching sports wrong. And guess what? There's a larger conversation about the commodification of our athletes that I think is mm-hmm. important to have. It's one of the reasons I don't do fantasy football anymore because I think it's uh, desensitized our entire populace to the fact that these are actually fucking people and not just figures on a spreadsheet. But hey, it's not like uh, uh, our boy in Philly has made it out of the second round. So maybe taking doesn't, <laughs> maybe the people part is important too. Oh boy, that, 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 whole, that, that whole Philly situation is very funny. <laughs> I'm not gonna do it. Now, we're suspending these kids who we told to gamble who got to where they are by literally gambling on themselves. At some point in their lives, they looked down and said, I can make a choice between, call it math, science, English, whatever, or I can go hit some wind sprints. They gambled Mm -hmm. on the wind sprints. The guys who make the NFL are the gamblers who won. Mm -hmm. Why? And you can say maybe the rules weren't clear enough or, they're enforcing them into i don't know the ins and outs all i know is a large chunk of the football related revenue now comes from this gambling money that you say they can't get invested in am i being overly simplistic or is that insane to me there i get your point where i the first things first i want to say this the nfl's rules in terms of gambling aren't entirely too complicated they should be boiled down into two, into three three rules. The first one: do not bet on the NFL. Do not bet on don't just don't do it. Two: do not bet in the facility. If you are anywhere around a team official, do not do it. And then third: do not try to use a third party. Most likely, Vegas is going to figure you out. They have, again, everyone always likes to say NFL security is made of former FBI guys and former CIA guys. You know who has the real guys that, that like the real people that were into espionage and are looking to get out and looking for a big payday? Vegas. Vegas has those guys. If, they, if the NFL boiled down the rules to that simple, I think we're not here. I, or at least I'd like to think. I think a lot of this was we're going to accept the money first, ask questions later, because it's not like we haven't seen the NFL have that kind of pattern of behavior before. But I would also say that, like, this this should have been explained a lot better. This should have been boiled down to three simple rules. 
And I think a lot of this, like, I don't blame players except when you bet on football. You bet on football, I can't. <laughs> like, like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You know what? That one, that one is the one where you're just like, you can't possibly be that stupid to think that no one's going to figure that one out. You know That's the only say, time. You know about this. It's my favorite joke of all time. It's a George Carlin joke. I want you to think of the average American. Think of the stupidity. Yeah. yeah, yeah think yeah. of the mm-hmm. bias. Think of mm-hmm. the anger. Now open mm-hmm. your eyes, because half of them are worse than that. And I can't even argue with you. On that. <laughs> I can't even argue. I can't. I want oh, to no. badly, so so badly. And like, these are gentlemen who willingly, knowingly, and successfully bet on a specific set of skills rather than a generalized level of knowledge. And that's where it feels like a trap. I'm just saying it feels like a trap. I'm not saying it's a it trap. Does. I'm not saying they should have known better. I'm just saying this shit feels like a trap. I Like, I get it, though. Like, here's the thing. If Calvin Ridley bet on LeBron to to hit the like hit an over on the peop, on the points per game per season, we're not here. Don't bet on the league. It's very simple. Don't right. bet. You're going you're going to get caught. The well, one yeah. thing about gambling is, and the thing that is, it's got to at least appear like no one on the inside track really knows because the minute everybody thinks this this shit is fixed all the money goes away and then what do you have you have racketeering this is where i tell all old people to skip ahead like 30 seconds young people before you had apps you had bookies find a bookie yes get a bookie yeah yeah stop doing it on your phone this is all stupid okay yes please do not if you gamble on the phone, you are a moron. Grade a moron. You're going to give, again, your metadata is all there. You don't think you're going to sign Dan, up with a Dan Snyder is no one's role model for anything. But one of the reasons everything about him is hearsay in other people's emails is because that dirty motherfucker doesn't use email. Yeah. Donald Trump doesn't use email. Like the dirtiest people you can think of, they know the paper trail is real. Stop gambling on your phones if you're not supposed to be gambling. Even if you are supposed to be gambling, stop doing that too. Um, all right, so we've kind of fixed gambling in the NFL. We got mm-hmm. rid of Dan Snyder. Mm-hmm. There's one place this offseason I wish I could have been, and that was that running back Zoom. Not because oh, they're right, which they are. Not because they deserve the money, which they do. But because after that Zoom, Saquon Barkley signed that paltry-ass <laughs> deal so fucking fast. How depressing was that Zoom? I can't imagine. Because somehow I just imagine, like, Derrick Henry just trying to talk over everybody. Christian McCaffrey somewhere doing yoga in, in, in the Bay Area and barely listening. Like, Saquon was just like, these are not serious people. I'm going to go get what I want. Like, how, here's the thing. If you're Austin Eckler, how do you feel right now? How do you feel? Like, you probably joined that that Zoom meeting. You've had beefs about your contract. That had to be the most unserious Zoom that we've seen since the pandemic. 
And there were a lot of unserious zooms there. Are you including? Are you including Gal Gadot? Yeah, no, yes, including Imagine. It was worse than Imagine. It's absolutely worse than Imagine. Absolutely, it I had to be. There's a Gal Gadot fanless thing. She became the face of Imagine for me. I don't, I don't know why. No, no, it absolutely had to be worse than Imagine because again, this man signed for basically the franchise tag with a few extra incentives, very, very paltry ones that he's most likely not going to get. Because why? Because they are tied to playoff success. And we know the Giants ain't getting back there. We know. Well, hold on. Fox News told me that they had the best running quarterback in the NFL. Oh, jeez. I saw that he's and like... I wanted to throw something. <laughs> I'm so he's not even the best running quarterback in his own fucking division. Is that true? Jalen yeah. Hurts. Oh, God. Yeah. Sorry. Wow. <laughs> Forgot who was in that division. Um. So the running back marketplace, I think we can all agree that running back is important and they should be paid. They're never going to be a union within a union because the big story, the big secret about the NFL union is that it's never, ever going to be strong because careers are too short. You have to get yours while you're there. Otherwise, you're never going to get it. Um, but there is something to be said. Like when Todd Gurley fell apart, old buddy in L.A. stopped looking like a genius, didn't he? Yeah. He became yeah, another dude for, real quick, didn't he? He became another dude real quick. And it's it's really, really interesting, especially, like, with that, he had to go find – he had to go get Matt Stafford to overcome for the loss of that. And while I'm not the biggest Matt Stafford fan, like, these run – like, Cam Akers is only so good. When Todd Gurley stopped being Hall of Fame caliber – and, and he's the closest thing that I think we're ever going to see Terrell Davis in terms of he was that good for just such a short period of time that McVay just wore the tires off of him. And it, if you listen to certain stories, um, which I'll tell you about, t- tell you about off wax, but that was, again, when Gurley went down, the erosion of the, uh, how would I put this, the relationship between Goff and McVay. Like that happens, that seems to accelerate really, really quickly. It's just funny how that those things happen, though, right? And like, even as I make this point, I can't ignore that Todd Gurley is 28 right now. Yeah. Hadn't played in two yeah. years. Like, so, and I think that this is where we get back to like when I did my little rant about the commodification of the athlete is that people, they, because we demanded 24 7 sports, there aren't enough sports to fill it. And so what we did as a people, as a culture, as a community, we decided that, oh, let's talk about the suits. And in talking about the suits, we started to have the listener relate more to the man in the suit than the man in the arena. And now you have people who have large platforms who say, you shouldn't pay running back. Yeah, yeah, there's that. And so it's... It is a tail wagging the dog kind of thing here where, yeah, you can say, oh, Theron is valued because the game's changed. Well, having a good running back gets you a lot of things. And there's value. I think we, Everyone tells me how smart old buddy in San Fran is. He paid for that running back. And he's playing yeah. hot potato with a bunch of bad qu- – you know what? You talk. I can't. That one hmm. – yeah, yeah. So I'm I'm assuming you have not listened to the play callers um series that the athletic did, the podcast no. series. 
I would highly recommend doing it. There are some there's certain things as, as as black folks that you hear it and they're going to be there's going to be some things that pop out. But it is a really, really good series. It highlights if you pay attention, it highlights the stuff that is wrong with the NFL, highlights a lot of the stuff that's right with it. But at the same point, the one thing I've got to give Kyle Shanahan and outside of his um, decision with, with Super Bowl. Relax. Is that he he um I will just say that he tends to be he tends to understand that you still need the running game and you still need that X factor back because again he's got he's got two of them now, essentially. Mm-hmm. He can he, again he he's gonna run out there Brock Purdy or or better yet, his real heat check, I'm gonna throw Sam Darnold out there possibly and win me 10, 11, 12 games. Or Trey Lance, if he can actually do more than one read. But the big thing, and you talk about the commodification, and this is some of the stuff that I do worry about. Like, I understand, like, where we're at, the commodification has to happen because more people, unfortunately, the average Joe does not see himself as a future football player anymore. It's one of those, and it's the problem with the I want to see myself in things uh, mm-hmm. mindset. People can't see themselves as NFL athletes anymore. It's not, uh, I want to be like Mike. It's, I want to be a the reason. person that signs, signs the next Mike. There's, There's a, a reason, reason for that. that. There is a reason for that. But at the same point, it, it's you can't... We ignored the context of how these things work without running backs. It's almost... And I, I don't want to use this, but they but the running backs have now become the migrant farm worker of the NFL where if you're not careful and you annoy enough of them, you are going to be found wanting in ways that you do not think you, again, in ways that the infrastructure are not prepared to handle. When all these things go down, better yet, they're the UPS workers. You notice how Mm -hmm. fast that that got settled when (laughs) UPS was like, um, we may not go. We not may not come back to work. And Amazon's like, ho 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 ho, give them what they want, everything they at, want, everything. And at some point, I, and it's kind of why I wish that the Zoom actually led to something, is because we would have found out real real quick how many of these bad running backs that they would have plucked from the XFL. Hell, Todd Gurley might have gotten another shot. Like somebody would have been like, how good are those knees? But the fact that they didn't even bother doing that, like, it just comes back. It makes me sad because that was clearly a very unserious Zoom, and they had they actually could have had some sort of power and brought something to the table. But this is the power dynamic now. Like, this is this is what we've decided to give the power to, and and like you said, like the end result has been the commodification. But the start was, hey, we sold all these ads for 24 hours of sports, 12 months a year. What do we do yeah. now? And and like I always joke that the first ruined football game was the first one on television because you had the first time you had a play clock stop because of a commercial. True. It Very ruined true. the sport. Um, you're on the ground in Carolina. Oh no. Yep. You've seen mm-hmm. it before. But once again, the quarter blackening continues. Bryce Young, starter. Thoughts? The funny thing I've noticed about the fan base is that he seems to they seem to be thrown off by the veneer 
of him being very, very polished because there are two sets of polish. Someone compared him to a Russell Wilson level of polish. I saw that yesterday. And they're thrown off. I give him, like, I do not trust that his body will hold up getting pounded like that because we've seen the Kyler Murray, and Kyler Murray is a lot more athletic. Now, granted, Kyler Murray was never the passer Bryce Young was. Right. That's the other thing. That's all of that said. He's going to be interesting because folks are not going to be able to put him in a box. Like the Cam box, I love Cam Newton to death. He made it easy for people. He yes. made it incredibly easy to put him to put people in a put allow people to put him in a box. This this is a dude that is going that is clearly very very eloquent and it does all again it's all those nice little racial stereotypes about athletes that they love. The speaks so well. Hey, again, has a great command of the of the language. All of that. He really, it's really gonna, controls a huddle. Exactly. Cerebral. All of them. He's going to hit all of those things. And folks, and don't let him get uh, rookie of the year. Do Listen, not let him don't get Don't let him win. Year. Like, that's the thing. Yeah. Like, if he wins, Carolina will embrace his ass. Man, look, they will forget Cam. Who? And if this he division does, is terrible. They may win this division. Now, granted, it, eight wins might win this division. Hey, <laughs> eight wins really. A dub is a dub. Is a dub is a dub. <laughs> exactly. Eight <laughs> wins might win this division. And, and again, this like when the other quarterbacks, Desmond Ritter, Baker Mayfield, who we saw at two spots last year. And Derek Carr, Bryce Young might already be the favorite for like the best quarterback in the division. Wait, as who start Desmond Ritter? Oh, I keep forgetting. I, I'm telling you, I'm legitimately off the top of my mind. <laughs> legitimately clean. I'm clean. Yeah, yeah. Your former your former flame, football flame uh, is starting Ooh. Desmond Ritter this year. Y'all have fun with that shit. <laughs> Couldn't be me. <laughs> Uh, it, it'll be palm. It'll be fine when they go when they win two games. And granted, they'll, Arthur they'll Smith probably... marking that mustache. Dude, I saw that and I was just like, what, what, like, what are you trying to be the third? You know, he was trying to be the third Mario brother out here looking do, 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 like do, do, football do, do, do. Wario. Man, I was so mad at him for that. It was like, why? Go under the uh, radar. You're about to go four and four and uh, thirteen and get Drake May. Hey, man, uh, another serious problem in the NFC right now. Both say come to camp. Yeah. Yeah. And we talk about how well-run that organization is, and it is, and how consistently and perennially they're a, a contender. Not having your boasts taken care of before the season is – that don't seem good to me. But the thing is, like, even as I wrote this down as a topic, I started to, like, kick myself because the NFLPA under certain former leadership – was so defanged that there's so many punitive measures teams mm -hmm. can take for a holdout. Mm -hmm. Like I kind of want him to go the the James Harden route and just come and f just 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 ruin things. Here's like, what if NFL players are like I'll come, but you're gonna hate the effort I put forth. Well, I, I hope he does that because you know what? If he's in camp, we know where he's not, and that may be like at a Proud Boys meeting. You just camp. know those things. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. 
he won't storm the Capitol. He won't be doing all that. So, like, I'd prefer him in camp. Like, everybody would. He's, all, he's, he's one of the Ohio State bosses, right? Yes, he is. Bunch yes, of sweater-wearing fascists. Anyway, yeah. um, <laughs> would you give up $35 billion to be a Jet? I saw that. Because it appears the man who is the it one king of the hill because <laughs> this man is speaking at psychedelics conferences y'all y'all got mad at ricky Williams for smoking weed oh god he is because if that was a nigga, man let lamar jackson come back with the bit of his thc and see how these people lose their fucking minds this is how you know Jerry Rogers out of his head. He left Green Bay, just signed away $35 million so that they could get the room to get Dalvin Cook, which may not even happen. Ladies and gentlemen, Aaron Rodgers. What is happening? That man is clearly on ayahuasca and acid on a daily basis. We are going to get some Bill the Spaceman lead type stories from these Jets periods. There needs to be, like, I hope somebody, anybody, please write a book about this because this is about to be absurd and it can only happen to the jets only we're going the jets to be are... the hard knocks team <laughs> that's true like there i don't have like the only thing i root for now in football is against the saints fuck them um but i'm also actively rooting this year against the jets because the worse it goes the faster the in the new york tabloids will be on it oh I think they're going to be on it regardless. It's, oh, they're again, going to be on it regardless, but it won't get traction until they're two and nine. Well, no, no, no. It'll get traction. It'll be, can you believe Aaron Rodgers threw for 400 yards on acid? Again, we're going to talk about the benefits of LSD in playing football. If this Does, man, do you, if think they he knows he, do you think he knows he works for the Pfizer family now? Ooh. I didn't even think about that one. Like he's a virulent vaccine questioner, which is silly. But like Ooh, the Pfizer folks that. will sign his checks. Was that why I gave him thirty-five million? <laughs> can't take this vaccine money. I can't take this. I'm just gonna sit on uh, on principle. I can't take this money. How Here's dare I take dollars back? You have to be high to do that. Clearly, oh, to be a jet. To, to be, exactly to be a jet no less and then on top of that did you see how much money they were gonna have to owe that man if he yeah. didn't take that yeah that seems a hundred million dollars again when are you take no it's nice, to get my ass it's, it's, nice to, it's nice to argue no. against someone who's clearly full of drugs all the time yes. um <laughs> what's wild to me is that they gave up all this to get Aaron Rodgers there are all these expectations are they the third best team in that division? Because people feel how they feel about the Bills, and I think the Bills will be better if Josh Allen had a running game that wasn't Josh Allen. But, hey, I'm crazy. Um, it looks like Stephon Diggs is actually going to show up and play, so that's all good for them. But yeah. Miami, like, count me in on year two of two in this offense. Year two, it's like Mike McDaniel. Um, again, our solidarity. We've got, we got to root for black coaches, so uh, Mike McDaniel. Um has a solid offense and, and I here's the thing. Look, Are when he was healthy last year, that offense was the best one in the NFL. Yeah. 
But here's the question I have. Are we sure the Jets are better than the Patriots? I'm not. I'm not. I'm not fully sure. My feelings on Mac Jones are... Um, yeah. Yeah. Are... are uh, very normal, not, yes. He's not very good at football. No, he's not. But here's the problem. It's Bill. That's Bill Belichick will get you seven months. I thought you meant Bill O'Brien. I was like, Bill is back. No, no, no. Bill Belichick will get you seven wins. He'll get you we'll see. seven. We'll get you. Hey, look, that that's going to be a fun division this year. The AFC East, the NFC South is going to be just who cares. Um, but when you look at the AFC as a whole, you've got Lamar Jackson, you've got Joe Burrow pending whatever happened with his leg right before you started recording. You got Josh Allen, who I think is still doing well for drop off. Tua, I'm a believer because, I mean, he's got an arm sleeve now. He's got the sleeve of tattoos. I'm in. It's, it is a exactly. tribal chief era. Um, yeah, exactly. It's part of the bloodline. It wasn't racism. Are you <laughs> are you against Jordan? No. Like this is ridiculous. Like I I understand that it's parody. It's football things happen, but the field versus Mahomes, I'm hesitating. Like the only thing that gives me pause is that the enemy is not there. That mm-hmm. gives me pause. Yeah. Everything else. I'm kind of okay with the way that this is this is going to go down. I think they're going to be like I have it slated. Dolphins visit the Chiefs for the AFC title. Mm. I, but even then, like I yeah. don't like that. There's a lot of this that doesn't feel. I'm not just saying it doesn't feel right, but there's a lot of this where I'm not betting against Mahomes. And if you saw that quarterback series by, by Netflix, that man is a right psycho. He is obsessed with winning. I'm not betting against that guy, even if they don't have the enemy. And even then, this is a one-year pit stop at best, and then they'll retool again, and then they'll t- terrorize, because that man is obsessed with getting his dynasty third ring. And if he gets back-to-back, like we're going to have to have a serious conversation about Yo, Brady compiled seven rings. Cool. But Patrick Mahomes was better. Oh, great still time. If you want to call Tom Brady a compiler, you're on the right podcast. I, uh, yeah. Um, I'll say this. I named those other three quarterbacks in the AFC. You're right. I wouldn't bet against Mahomes either. My question now comes from someone who just got $5 million, $262 million over five years. When you mean you the guy that, that didn't want to play playoff game? Playoff game guy? When you're going to ask questions, when is it fair for me to be like, what are you doing about Justin Herbert? Because I have heard a lot of people questioning about the money they gave Lamar. Mm-hmm. This Herbert thing, he ain't won a damn thing. He and I have the exact same number of playoff wins. Yeah. Uh, like, that's the thing. Like, this came, he came through, got that contract unquestioned. And there's a lot of this where. I like just – they'll fire Brandon Staley and they'll bl- bring in an offensive guy. Who who knows who that is? It'll probably be a McVay, Shanahan-type guy. But I just – at some point, like, we got to start winning these games because if we're going to hold this hold the standard to Dak, who, remember, Dak got argued down for all that money and everything else, and we saw how bad, like, that, that Dallas QB room is without him. And then we also have, like you said, Lamar Jackson – who got dog walked, and there was a part of me that thought that man needed an agent. 
I am not going to fully back down on that because there are other things that an agent would have done for him. Because you're stubborn. Well, also true. I have a need to be right. You know that. (laughs) Nothing wrong with being stubborn. Hey, hey, as a fellow practitioner, nothing wrong with that. (laughs) Like... I he got his money. I'm proud. I'm I'm happy that he got his money. I and granted, I don't think it would have lasted as long, and we wouldn't have had all this bullshit go go through the media cycle had he had an agent. But he got his money, yeah, so he, he got. Kept what he, sports reporters fed dog. Fair. <laughs> that was a that I, was a benefit. <laughs> fair. He, he again. He did keep the content cycle churning. So I so I'll give him baseball. That. I didn't think so. Well, again, baseball don't even want to talk about baseball considering how little they talk uh, about Otani. So free Otani. <laughs> but still, like the Herbert thing is weird. At some point, we are gonna have to start asking questions and start being critical because again, you're making almost two hundred and seventy million dollars, otherwise known as Des- Desmond Bain money. But that's neither here nor there. Um, <laughs> but still, well, like, I send you on your way. I gotta ask you about something that actually just happened. It's not. NFL football, so just reframe your brain. So, Colorado's back at the Big 12. Dude. (laughs) Dude. I, like... (laughs) Everything is dumb! Everything is dumb, and then also, like, have you seen the other part of this? Where apparently the Pac-12 is talking to the ACC network about broadcasting their games? As an ACC fan, I can't imagine being that broke. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. That's the brokest shit I've ever heard in my life. Yes. Dude. We're talking about the ACC network, which is the the C-Squad. They're... Bruh, we're talking about a network that ESPN didn't bother staffing games for, like a Clemson game for, one time. That's how low on the totem pole. And then you going to put Cal games on there? Like, no, this is a bad idea. This is, like, Real when bad. the ACC decided, you know what, we're going to go to the home of the CW, where they botched a whole bunch of... Di- DC properties, which is a whole separate podcast. That they didn't I know you those and... were fantastic. Well, not bad. Better than the movies. That's that's a low bar to clear. That's they an incredibly it. low. Cleared it. <laughs> that's a low bar to clear. <laughs> with <laughs> that, with that tiny last bit of trolling, I'm gonna let you go, man. Now to tell everyone that you find everything that you do, brother. All right, you can find me for for now on Twitter at not of the scribe. I have, uh, again, on blue sky, it's not a fresh. Otherwise, just search I on college basketball on YouTube. A lot of the stuff we do is over there. I do a few other things for CBS right now, but at the same point, it's not the main thing. The main thing is I on college basketball. And as always, I appreciate you allowing me to be the heen into your girl a monsoon, Paul. <laughs> I appreciate you taking the time, brother. Uh, thanks, guys, again for listening to Day 4 of Podcast Week. Day five's coming up tomorrow. It is our official SummerSlam preview. Very excited to be dropping that. And uh, we'll be back then. There is th- – ah, that's the show. There is no outro. Talk to you guys tomorrow. Talking too much lately.